And this week we'll be taking a journey on what I call the power of the cross. The power of the cross. The power of the cross. John chapter 19 verse 30 we'll just read that one verse very very important John 19 verses 30 John 19 verses 30 it says when Jesus therefore had received the vine gar, he said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost this is Jesus speaking at the cross after he had been arrested he had been molested he had been beaten moved around the town by those who arrested him and they put him on the cross after some deliberation when they were asked who do you want us to release they said release Barnabas but persecute Jesus crucify him and therefore they had put him on the cross for crucifixion and they had done a lot of harm to him and Jesus asked he said I'm thirsty and they gave him something to drink some vinegar very tough uh, drink at that moment but these words that he spoke here that he said it is finished are one of the most powerful words in the scriptures that actually um, showed the fulfillment of a great prophecy and the beginning of a great thing that God was doing in the life of humanity. First, we must understand why Jesus was on the cross. Jesus was crucified not because he was a sinner, he was crucified not because uh, he had done something wrong to anybody, but he was crucified to fulfill God's plan. And that is the main reason as to why Jesus came. And at this moment, it was very, very important that he goes that way. And when he said it, was, it is finished, the Bible says, and he gave up, the ghost, the son of God uh, gave up the ghost. Now, who was dying? That is a theological uh, question. Was it Jesus, the son of God, or the son of man? But the most important thing is to understand his mission. And we know that Jesus came to redeem man. To redeem man from what? To redeem man from sin. Adam had given himself and sold his authority to Satan. And from that time henceforth, man was at the masses of the devil. And God made a program of redemption, bringing back man, buying man back to himself. And all through the Old Testament, we see many typologies of Jesus. And we see many sacrifices being offered. Sacrifices of animals. 
every time a person would sin every time a people would sin every time a nation would sin they would offer an animal and shed the blood of that animal to wash that sin away but that see that act was not permanent it was provisional it was just for some time and it was not actually powerful and by the plan of god jesus came and he was born as a human being that he may also die as a human being and redeem man because adam was a human being he was man and he sold himself as man to satan so it would take a man to redeem a man it would take a man to go and redeem what the the other man had done and that is why jesus at this moment is at the cross and he's paying for the sins now the bible says every sinner shall die for their sins and the way they would kill sinners then was by crucifying them this moment they are crucifying jesus not because jesus has sinned but because jesus has taken our sins he took our sins and he became sin that is why he was crucified put on the cross and you remember some of the words that jesus spoke on the cross he said father why have you forsaken me why did god leave his son because at that moment when god saw jesus he saw sin he saw sin our sins put on him so when god saw him he could not do anything but to turn away and jesus said why have you forsaken me and at this moment is giving up the ghost is paying the price is paying the penalty but i would like us to understand from that moment at the cross exactly what was happening because all the way in the scriptures it was necessary that somebody has to pay not only not the blood of the animals but the blood that would qualify to redeem all men and only Jesus qualified and so by his own blood he poured his life out and he obtained eternal redemption for man so the redemption that Jesus was giving us then until now is permanent cannot be changed but what exactly was happening on the cross there was a lot that was happening then on the cross when jesus was hanging and i know some some of us who have come from religious background the catholics and those other mainstream churches we normally have a drama of hanging somebody then we have that just very shallow understanding of what was happening when jesus was on the cross we begin from there he was fulfilling prophecy he was fulfilling prophecy but the devil did not know what jesus was doing he was ignorant and satan thought that by putting jesus on the cross and now being able to kill him he had overcome 
but the death of Jesus was a mystery in the hands of God that Satan could not understand. It was a mystery that even now most people do not understand. How can somebody die and then redeem somebody? How can somebody die and then is able to bring out somebody? Now, there are more things that happened on the cross than most people know. As Jesus was on the cross, there are several things that began to happen in the realms of the spirit. That moment, as Jesus was on the cross, in the realms of the spirit, he took the position of man. You need to write that one. He took the scene of man. He took the sickness of man. Remember, at that moment, man was away from God. He was a sinner. Man had all these sicknesses, poverty, death, and every evil thing that the world could give. And when Jesus went on the cross, in the spiritual realms, as he was dying, he took the sin of man. Before he died, he took the sin of man, took our poverty, took our sicknesses, took everything, took our shame on himself. And it is very, very important to understand because when we talk of salvation, salvation is something so powerful that uh, you need to have a right picture to understand what the Lord has done. Because sometimes many people give their lives to Christ, but they still consider themselves as sinners. They don't embrace um, the new dimension of being a righteous man. When Jesus died, he took our sins. And he gave us his righteousness. Jesus did not take our sins and then we were left just like that. He took our sins so that he would give us his righteousness. Now, when Jesus died on the cross, paying that penalty as a sacrifice, he reversed what had happened during the days of Adam. When Adam sinned, he turned away from God, and God turned away from him. And the two were facing opposite direction. When Jesus came, he made God to turn back to man by his death. Why? He took the sin of man that was making God not to look at man. For God does not behold sin. And when Jesus took that, God was now able to turn to man and look at man. When you give your life to Christ, when you are getting saved, that is the moment you turn also to God, to face God. Anybody who is not born again is still facing away from God while God is facing them. Why? Because Jesus has paid the price of sin. All you need to do is to accept. Now, all this was happening at the cross in the spiritual realms. When Satan, as Satan was celebrating, because when you read the Bible, 
there are many things that were happening and that time the soldiers everybody else was so happy they were so excited that they are now destroying the son of god they are now destroying somebody very powerful but in the spiritual realms satan could not see that picture clearly jesus took our sins he took our poverty he took our sicknesses remember jesus did not pay for one thing he paid for almost seven things for us your sins your sickness your poverty your shame that is why we say now we are accepted in the beloved rejection was taken away so jesus had, if you believe that you are born again and your sins are forgiven even your rejection also has been taken away your poverty has been taken away curses have been taken away praise the lord that is what jesus was doing now jesus was god's sacrificial lamp for man's redemption and at this moment he was in the hands of the taskmaster who is satan himself and when he went to the cross and took the sin of man satan now took advantage he thought maybe is is winning and is taking over everything now let's open the book of second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 and see how jesus identified with man in sin situation he identified with man in the fallen state and became sin It's very important to understand that Jesus never sinned but he became sin by the sin that was placed on him 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 we are laying this great foundation for the whole of this week for better understanding as we climax it powerfully on Sunday he says for he has made him to be seen for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of god in him when he took the sin of man he was made he says for he has made him to be seen not to be a sinner to be seen when god saw jesus he saw sin he did not see a sinner he saw sin why jesus took our sins upon himself so all the sins of men became sin sin it was like one thing he became sin so he took all our sins and became sin god made him to become that according to the plan of god So it is good to know that Jesus did not know sin. Jesus never sinned. But for him to deliver man from the power of the world, both past, present and in the future, he had to take all our sins together. He had to cover 
hang uh, to take all our sins, all our infirmities, all our faults, all our sicknesses together. Past, present, and future. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, when he said it is finished, that statement that Jesus said, that statement saying it is finished, it was not talking about what he was drinking. Although literally that is what it looks like. But Jesus was saying the work that God gave him to redeem man, to take the sins of man, was finished. His work here on earth was finished. His task here on earth was finished. So Jesus came here to do a great task. The task of redeeming man from sin. And when he was hanging on the cross, all the sins of the world, I have said past, present, and future, were laid on him. So he died spiritually separated from God. Spiritually. He was separated from God. That is how he died. Because the Bible says every evil thing in this world was laid on him. Every evil thing in this world was laid on him. Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. You can read on your own. Isaiah 53, verse 4 and 5. So all these things were accomplished on the cross when he said, it is finished. John 19, verse 30. It is finished. I have taken everything. I have taken the sins of men. All the sins in the, present, in the past, in the present, and in the future. Why am I saying in the past? Because Jesus took even the sins of our forefathers. Abraham, Moses, Isaac, David, all those. The people that came before him, the people that were there during his days, and the people that would be coming like us now today, and them that will be coming. He took all those sins together, went to the cross, and paid the price. And the Bible says when he said that, he gave up the cost, the, 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 the ghost. His work was finished. The battle was over. Now, that battle that was over was the battle that he fought for us. That's why the Bible says we are more than conquerors. He has overcome even our own battle. He finished your battle against sin. And gave us now the ability to overcome sin. There was a lot of battle that was happening then. And man did not have ability to overcome sin. But when Jesus died on the cross, we were given ability to overcome sin. Praise the Lord. And God turned his eyes from Jesus then. Let's look at the book of um, Mark 15, verse 33. Mark 15, verse 33. Then we'll be able to see after he gave up the ghost what happened. Maybe from tomorrow when he went down to heads the headquarters of Satan, what exchange was done there, 
what is the significance of what happened there and then when he came back he resurrected again and after resurrection what happens hallelujah and god left his son that time when he was in need mark 15 verse 33 and when the sixth hour was come there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour and at the ninth hour jesus cried with a loud voice saying eloi eloi lama sabadatani which is being interpreted my god my god why hast thou forsaken me when he took our sins upon himself god forsook him god rejected him that we may not be rejected so we have seen number one, he took our sins and at this moment he suffers rejection that we may not be rejected the reason why god rejects man especially the sinner is because of the sin of man god cannot look at sin he cannot behold sin and therefore when he saw jesus and he saw sin he turned away he forsook him he rejected him at the hour of need can you imagine if it was your father or your parent that is turning away from you at such a moment when you highly need him and god turned away at that time and that was the moment satan thought that he had gotten all the victory because god has rejected his only son i want us to understand something that it was very very necessary that jesus dies for us it was very very important because man had sinned and god would not kill all the men but if we would get one sacrifice that would be offered that would take all the sins of men that would would work and he had found Jesus and therefore Jesus took all our sins he became sin now there was no way god would accept sinner or a sin because Jesus became sin and there was no way god would behold that that is why he rejected him god cannot break his law he would not break the law if he would break the law that time deliverance of the world would not have been completed isaiah 53 verse 9 the deliverance of the world would not have been completed because god cannot with with hold or behold sin he cannot look at sin he cannot relate with sin so jesus had to go there that place of sacrifice and cover that area and did everything that you would do to cover or to pay for our redemption hebrews chapter 2 verse 17 he did everything to pay for our redemption we are just concentrating on what was happening at the cross why was he there he was paying for our redemption being redeemed 
from sin. To redeem means to pay back. To redeem means to go to the market and pay the price of something. And Jesus went to the market by his own blood and paid because the blood of Jesus was the only value that would be able to pay for the sin, sins of men. And when he exchanged with his blood, his own life, then he was able to redeem man. That is how redemption happened. He redeemed man from sin. He redeemed man from death. He redeemed man from sickness. He redeemed man from rejection. So we are redeemed by his blood. And that happened on the cross. There was a great exchange. There was a great spiritual activity that was happening at that moment. And Jesus, when he said, it is finished, he said, now I have finished the redemption work. And at the cross was the place where Jesus cemented the victory and sealed the devil's defeat forever. And we are told after that when he went to the headquarters of Satan, there was no war at all. He just defeated him easily. The battle was at the cross. The challenge was at the cross. The exchange was at the cross. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus being at the cross, there was power that was released upon humanity, upon us. By Jesus taking away our sins and becoming sin and being rejected by God, we too at the, at the cross were made righteous by Jesus and were made acceptable before God. Because there was no more sins. Now we became sons of God. Now we became sinless, righteous men. And God accepted us. The power to overcome sin was also delivered to man at the cross. He sealed our victory there. Praise the Lord. That is why Satan has no more power over you. Anytime you decide to sin, it is you, but he's not the one forcing you. He has no power to hold you in sickness. He has no power to hold you anywhere in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, when he sealed this victory, Jesus went, when he died, he went to the headquarters of Satan. It is called heads. It is called hell. You can call it whatever you want to call it. That was where Satan was headquartered. And in that place, he had the key of death, the grave and death in that place. And Jesus, because he had defeated him, he went and took the key of death from that place victoriously and told him now you have no more power to hold people here and the bible says that day the following day there were people that were seen walking 
people that had died before walking in the streets of Jerusalem. Why? When Jesus took the key, he opened for them. He released them. Praise the Lord. That is why this season is very, very important. We need to understand that there is power that has been given to us. That in this season, we are remembering what Jesus has done. And that that Jesus has done, when we internalize, we are able to make demands from Satan. We make demands in any area of our lives that is still holding. He has no right. Praise the Lord. Any area of your life that Satan is still holding, maybe like threatening your life with death, threatening anything that pertains to you with death, he doesn't have the key. He's a liar now. Are we together? Jesus took our sins. Now, that element of taking our sins away is very, very important. There are many people that are still living in their past, okay, in their mind, they are still guilty of the sins they committed before. And they have never actually forgiven themselves and come out completely. And in their, in their minds, in their spirits, they are still held down and they still believe maybe there is something that should be done for this thing to leave me. Our redemption was permanent and was fully paid. Praise the Lord. That sickness was taken away. Poverty was taken away. Rejection was taken away. Sin was taken away. Can I hear you are believing amen? That is why at this moment, you need to come to a point by faith of refusing to allow sickness into your body. Why? It was taken away. Anything that was taken away is not with you. If your sins were taken away, then you don't have them anymore. That is why God turned to face man. We have been made the righteousness of God through Christ. Praise the Lord. Are we together? Why? Because he has redeemed us. That is the work that Jesus did on the cross. He paid for the sins of man. He took the sickness and diseases of man. He destroyed rejection that we may be accepted. That's why the Bible says we are the accepted of the beloved. We are accepted in the beloved. God accepts us in Jesus. Tell your neighbor there is no more rejection. You know sometimes we, we suffer from ourselves rejecting ourselves and then we add on somebody else rejecting us. Any form of rejection coming to you, you should go to the scriptures and take that word that Jesus said it is finished. Hallelujah. Rejection is finished. Suffering is finished. Diseases finished. We became free men. That is how he paid for the price. And in this season, we'll be taking a journey on understanding more so that we can actually benefit from this understanding and even become better Christians because now we know what we have become. Any area of your life where Satan is still holding by the blood of Jesus that, he was, that was shed on the cross, we declare your release in the name of Jesus. If he's still holding you, part of your body in sickness, maybe he's still holding you in rejection, 
maybe still holding you guilty of something that happened long time ago before you gave your life to Christ i decree to you that you are free from that thing by the blood of jesus jesus said it is finished hallelujah it is finished he has taken your guilt it is finished and that is why he says there is no more condemnation to them that are in christ jesus i want us to lift up our hands in the name of jesus first just thank god in your seated position and tell the lord thank you for the blood thank you for the work on the cross thank you for paying everything you paid for me on the cross now i have become a child of god lift up your voices to the lord and honestly from the depth of your heart in the name of jesus and tell the lord now i know how much you paid it is not only for my sins but also for my sickness for my diseases for my poverty for my rejection in the name of jesus lord thank you for the price that you paid for redemption on the cross lord thank you for everything that you did for me in the mighty name of jesus that i may become a child of god that i may become a child of destiny in the name of jesus therefore i free myself i free my spirit from every spirit of guilt i free myself from past sins i free myself from all those bondages in the mighty name of jesus i free my spirit i free my soul any area of my life where the enemy has been preaching to me telling me to remember rapa katozula bahanda jesus paid for my sins in the past present and future in the mighty name of jesus therefore i am free indeed my soul is free my spirit is free in the name of jesus thank you lord i give you praise in jesus mighty name i have prayed let's stand on our feet in the name of jesus The blood of Jesus is our weapon of victory. I want us to plead, speak the blood of Jesus over your life and everything else because that same blood is the blood of redemption. Any area of your life where you need redemption, is it family, is it your business, is it your career, is it your ministry? Now plead the blood of Jesus over that area just for a minute in the name of Jesus declare i speak the blood of jesus over my business i speak the blood of jesus over my family i speak the blood of jesus over my destiny i speak the blood of jesus in the mighty name of jesus let the blood of jesus redeem me redeem my business redeem my marriage redeem my career redeem me in the name of jesus any area of my life where i've gone down i'm going i'm facing destruction i'm facing oblivion oh blood of jesus redeem me blood of redemption redeem my family redeem my dream redeem my business redeem my marriage in the name of jesus thank you king of glory we worship you lord in jesus mighty name we have prayed put your hands together for jesus